Welcome to the Beyond Affairs podcast. We are Affair Recovery Specialists, Anne and Brian Birched. For the past 20 plus years, we have dedicated our lives to helping couples and individuals just like you heal from marital betrayal. In addition to private intensives, we run weekend intensive experiences for groups, including Healing from Affairs, Take Your Life Back, and Man of Honor. We're also the authors of the book, My Husband's Affair Became the Best Thing That Ever Happened to Me. While we're Christians and all our materials are biblically based, you'll feel comfortable and get help no matter what you believe. Our website is beyondaffairs.com. And now, here's your host, Anne Birched. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's podcast. I am delighted to be with you today. I want to discuss with you a question that we get asked often from couples that are dealing with any kind of infidelity, which is the question, should we tell our children about the affair? And the first thing that I need to say about the answer to this question is it is definitely not a one-size-fits-all answer. What is right for one couple is not necessarily right for another couple. So you are going to have to decide yourselves what is the right answer for you. But hopefully the thoughts I will be sharing with you today will help you to make the best decision for you as an individual, as a couple, and for your family, and most importantly, for your children. So one of the first things that I want you to consider when you are deciding whether or not it is right for you to tell your children about the affair is, what is your motive? Because I find the same action, the same words with different motives will have a different impact. And basically, you want to examine your own heart and be sure that your motive for telling your children is one that is going to bring healing to everyone in the family, to your children, to yourself, to the one that acted unfaithfully, and perhaps, you know, also impacting um, the rippling effects of friends and acquaintances outside of the family is your motive for healing. Because if your motive is just to drag your spouse through the mud and um, shame them and or to recruit the children on your side and get them to be against their other parent, that is not a good motive. And if, if there's anything in your heart that is like that at all, then the answer is no, don't tell your children. But I think oftentimes our motives can be in the right place. Um, And I'll also speak in a moment a little bit to timing. But let's say that your motives are for healing. And I think that for the most part, I would say that it would be a good idea to tell your children. Now, you want to make it age appropriate. um, And you don't want to give them more details than they need to hear. But let's just talk about younger children at first, Um, let's say children that are 12 and under or 11 and under, somewhere in there. I mean, it depends on the maturity level of the children and how much they already know. So you need to know where your kids are at, but young children. 
If you are dealing with an affair in your home and your kids are living with you, which I assume they are, then I am pretty sure that your kids are feeling that something is very wrong in the household. In fact, they are likely to see um, mommy or daddy, whomever it is, crying. Um, They are likely to see the anger in the household. They are likely to experience the fighting. Even the silence and the silent treatment is something that they can pick up on, that icy vibe, the cold war that can also go on, and you think you're covering things up so well. Um, Do not underestimate the ability of those who live in your house to read emotionally what is going on, and that includes your kids. And so if you don't tell them anything, it is likely to make them feel very insecure. And for that reason, I would recommend that you say something. So with younger children, you might say something like this. Mommy and Daddy are having some problems right now. Uh, Daddy did something that hurt Mommy really deeply, and that sometimes happens with grown-ups. But you don't need to worry because Mommy and Daddy are getting some good help. And side note, I hope you are getting that really good help. Um, So, and you would just say, then you speak to the things that matter to them. Like there might be a situation where one of you has, is not staying at home or you've moved out or you're temporarily in a hotel or staying at your mother's house or whatever you're doing. Well, obviously your kids know that. What are you going to be doing? Lying to your children? Um, it's not such a great idea. And it really puts a lot of pressure on the one who was betrayed. They're already dealing with all of this and now they have to lie to cover up what the unfaithful spouse has done. So you can say, yes, daddy has moved out right now temporarily or mommy's moved out, but, and then speak to what matters to them. Mommy's still going to drive you to soccer practice. Daddy's still going to be here for Sunday dinner. We're, st- we're still going to have your birthday party and both of us are going to be here. We'll be at your parent-teacher interview. Whatever it is, see, think about the things that are going on in your children's lives and speak to those things. Tell them that you're getting good help and, and just move on from it. Um, they don't need, smaller children don't need the words, you know, daddy had an affair and certainly nothing more graphic than that. Um, because I, and yeah, ideally you want to, um, be promoting the idea to your children of your other partner their daddy or their mommy as the hero or the heroine in the family. You want to edify them and you want to build them up. So let me talk for a moment about um, older children. So we get into the teen years and the young adult years. And it's interesting to me how many couples we work with who claim that their young adult or teenage kids do have no idea what is going on um, in the household. And I doubt that that's true, although I don't deny that it could possibly be true in a few exceptional families that have managed not to show those emotions. Um, But 
usually what happens is about 10 years later or 20 years later, something happens and either they find out or you, you decide to tell them at that point, And then they just shrug your shoulders and say their shoulders. And they say, yeah, we knew about it all along. And they're not surprised at all. So here you were wondering whether they should know or not. And they knew about it all along. If you do decide to tell young adult children, um, same sort of rules apply. I mean, I think you can be more straightforward. You know, daddy had an affair or mommy had an affair or, um, or if it's not an affair, um, maybe just mentioning like unfaithful behavior or it's been a marital betrayal. I mean, they're teenagers. A lot of them, they might be dating or at least have like their romantic, uh, feelings that they have with, uh, someone that they know, whether at school or sports or some other extracurricular activity, and they get into their boyfriend, girlfriend scenarios, and they have betrayals too. So they know about it. And also with divorce being as prevalent as it is today, and many times infidelity is a factor in the divorce, they know about their friend's parents having these situations and getting divorced over it. What they don't know is about the ones as much where they stay together. But so it's not new to them. But what you want to be very careful of is if and when you tell them that you don't allow your children to become your your counselors because that is emotional hijacking and that is definitely wrong. So uh, you can tell them similar signs. Daddy had an affair. If if you know that you are not going to get divorced, tell your kids that you know that you're not going to get divorced. But on the other hand, never make a promise to your children that you can't necessarily keep. So if you don't know that, don't promise it. Um. But you would, you know, I would recommend that you would say something like, yeah, daddy had an affair. Yes, I'm devastated. Yes, it's hard for me. Yes, it's sad. But I am getting good help. And I am a smart woman. And I am going to get through this. And your dad is still going to be here for your graduation. He's Your dad loves you, and he will always be there for you. Your mom loves you, and she's going to be there for you. And um, that's not going to change. So, you know, you don't want to say more than you need to. You don't want to use derogatory language about your spouse. You want to speak to the things that matter to your children um, and just just be there for them. But uh, make sure that you're getting your help from elsewhere, which can be hard to do because your kids will want to turn around and be your counselors. Now, here's a few more factors to consider, especially when you consider the how of this whole situation. Um, So if you are working on healing your marriage, something that is very important is that as a couple, you would want to be in, first of all, in agreement about this. And if you can't get to a place of agreement yet, you might want to hold off. Because if one of you is adamant about not telling the children, and another one of you is adamant about telling the children, and then one of you goes ahead and does something 
tells the kids without letting the other parent know that is going to work against a goal of reconciliation. Um, you want to, if you're working on reconciliation in all of your decisions, you want to be thinking about it kind of like creating a you and me against the world mentality. And so you don't want to be acting alone. And if you are feeling an urgency around this, you really need to talk to a good counselor or coach. Um, reminder again that I am available for coaching. Um, and you can look that up on the, the website, but you might find a counselor or therapist near you. But get help on that so that you can get to that place of unity. It is not a good idea for one parent alone to do the telling. It is much better if you agree together as a couple exactly what you are going to say and not say to your kids so it doesn't backfire. And um, you might even want to write it out so you know. And um, I think that it's good for the one that acted unfaithfully to be the one that says that they acted unfaithfully, but that you should do it together as a husband and a wife, as as your kids' parents telling your kids together. Show that unity to your children. I mean... One of the amazing things about kids is that they do what we do, not what we say. So this is an opportunity for you to model to your children to face their problems. This is an opportunity to show your kids that when you do something wrong, you own it and you take responsibility. You don't run away from it. This is an opportunity to model for your children how to make amends. This is what real love looks like, what real heroism looks like, not perfection, but it's when you fail, getting up again and facing your failure with courage and doing the right things. Um, in you know, the whole act of betrayal is an act of selfishness, and that's not right. And so now it's an opportunity to make things right by putting others before yourself. So the the one that acted unfaithfully will, will say the words themselves. And that's a hard thing. Like my husband says that when he told our children about his affair, which was something that built trust in our relationship, I requested it because our children were teenagers, and he was gone from the home for a couple of weeks. And I was not myself by any stretch of the imagination. And so there needed to be an explanation for why mommy couldn't function. And so and because my husband faced that, it built actually some trust with me. Um, And we did it together. Uh, and I, I'm not using us as an example. Um, you can read about all of this in, a, in our book, My Husband's Affair Became the Best Thing That Ever Happened to Me. But I, you know, w- when you read the book, you, we want you as the readers to make your own decisions about what you think we did 
well and what you think we did poorly because we li- we did do many things poorly and I think that the way that we told our kids could have been handled a lot better but there were good things about it and that's what I want you to see um, and it did go a long way in building trust and it was good that we did it together it was good that my husband said um, was the one that said those things and we were both there to reassure our kids of both of our love for them. I never spoke derogatorily about my husband to to my kids. Um, and that's what I would recommend. And But what did happen and what was the reward for all of that, and I want to encourage everyone with this, is because of what I said that our kids uh, are watching and they do what we do, um, is when we did heal our marriage, uh, a couple of years later, uh, all of our children who were then um, a couple of years later, a little bit older, 18, 16, 14, of their own initiative, not talking to each other, not planning it, but each one at some point um, on their own came to each one of us and said, you know what, mom and dad, most of our friends' parents have done the exact same thing except they just give up and quit, throw in the towel and get divorced. You guys worked it out. We really respect you for that. And I don't know about you, but in my mind, when you've got your teenagers telling you with emphasis that they really respect you, well, that is a reward well earned. That, that is really something. Um, and we have noticed that as our children are now adults, it's been many years since the affair, that these life lessons have stuck with them. We've noticed that they face their problems head on. We've noticed that they uh, know how to forgive and how to work out a conflict in a a relationship, and it's really rewarding to see that. One more reason, um, in some ways, the ideal scenario would actually be to tell your children after um, there was healing that took place. You definitely don't want your kids involved in the day-to-day drama of it all. But one of the reasons why, and this is my personal opinion, so as, you know, as a professional, I'll always let you know the difference between my professional opinion and, and when it's in my personal opinion, I'll give you a heads up. And I say that because I know that not necessarily every affair recovery specialist would agree with me on this. But this is just my own um, thinking, my own observation. Um, From where I sit, I have uh, many times couples in their uh, early 30s, perhaps, that are dealing with infidelity. usually don't get couples in their 20s, probably because people aren't getting married often in their 20s anymore. Um, And so a question that I will ask a couple is, what kind of support do you have? And um, I'll ask about their parents. Do your parents know? And I'll ask, what what is your relationship with your parents like? And often, um, if they tell me, uh, oh, my parents are amazing. They're godly Christian people. They're just so good and supportive and helpful. And I just have the most wonderful parents. Then I say, well, have you considered telling your parents what you're going through? And this is the answer we get. Oh, no, 
No, no, we could never tell our parents. We can never tell our parents. I mean, our parents are perfect. They would be devastated. My mom would have a heart attack. She wouldn't be able to handle it. My dad wouldn't be able, no, no, there's no way we can ever tell our parents. Okay. Meanwhile, we have couples that are much later in life, um, sometimes in their 50s, 60s, or even 70s. Sometimes we have couples that have been married for 50 years that are now going through infidelity for the, the first time. And, uh, of course, the same thing, that there's no way they're going to tell their grown-up kids what they're going through um, or have gone through. And the thing that I wonder, because I know that there's general rational patterns that play out in families, one generation after the other, after the other, after the other, infidelity. What would it take to break those generational patterns? And wouldn't you want your kids not to be dealing with the same thing? And so with all the secrets in families, we perpetuate these generational patterns. And Finally, all I can say is if it was my son or my daughter that was going through this in their marriage and then they were afraid to tell me because they thought that I was too perfect and I would never be able to handle it, that would be the most devastating thing for me to realize one day as a parent. So I would much rather have realness. And besides, then they can't participate in the victory of the story as it is with my husband, Brian, and I, where what was that black spot on our marriage that seemed to be something that would devastate us has become our victory story. And, you know, God has done an amazing thing in our marriage by healing our marriage, but God is not a respecter of person and and what he does for one he wants to do for another as well. God wants to heal your marriage too. And when you have had a miracle and it's nothing short of a miracle of healing, I think the stories of the miracle of healing They are victory stories, and I think they're stories worth being told, but that's when they become past tense. So that might be the timing of telling your kids. Whatever decision that you make, check your motives and make sure if your desire is for reconciliation that you do it in agreement. Don't let it be something that drives you farther apart, and don't let your kids become your counselors. All right, signing off until next week. Um, Stay strong. Thank you for listening. This is Brian and Ann Birch signing out. We do seminars, coaching, and private intensives to help you. So we want to hear from you soon. We care about your story. And don't forget to check out our book, My Husband's Affair Became the Best Thing That Ever Happened to Me. Our phone number is 360-306-3367. And again, that website is beyondaffairs.com. All right, stay strong.